Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. You're listening to Petty Little Things with your hosts, Victoria Secret and Davina Devine. Hi, Hi guys. guys, welcome, welcome to, to Petty, Petty Little, Little Things. Things. I'm Davina. And I am Victoria. Well, we think we are today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I can guarantee that we are in full drag right now. Davina's looking beautiful. Yes, I cannot guarantee that. <laughs> we're definitely alive and live on the air. Um, so yeah, this is our first podcast that uh, we're going to be bringing to you. Every two weeks, because we don't like too much commitment. Well, yeah, we do, we're kind of slightly commitment-phobic, so we're going to take it easy, and we're going to just play it by ear. And basically, because 15 seconds is not enough for Davina to rant and rave That's on an true. Instagram story. Absolutely. So, basically, uh, we're going to be doing this podcast, and we're going to be, as we said, we're going to be doing it every couple of weeks, and we're going to be hopefully in your ear, whether you're in the gym or on the bus or on the Lewis. So, clean your ears, basically. Yeah. Use a cotton bud. <laughs> All those nice AirPods you'll be getting for Christmas. Um, and we're going to tell you just a little bit about why we're doing this podcast and what to expect and what not to expect. Because we're both petty bitches. We're going to start on that point. Yeah. So much so that we spent two years where we didn't talk to each other, but we will talk about that before the end of the episode. Well, there's lots of petty little things that we do on an ongoing basis. But this podcast is basically going to be all about kind of um, talking about things that really irritate us, things that we like, things that we've done in the past, our experiences. And there's a lot of them. I mean, we are regularly irritated. Our WhatsApp comes conversation is lit on a daily basis absolutely and <laughs> uh, we're also going to be having some really fun guests and doing kind of topical episodes hopefully yeah and a good girly gossip i mean we've been thinking about all the different things that we're going to talk about over the next few weeks and i'm so excited i want to get my mom in and just talk about what is it like to be a mother of your a mother queen. especially <laughs> Of all people, poor Eltrish. Um, yeah, no, so we're, we've lots of things planned for the next couple of weeks. So I hope uh, we don't bore you to tears. I hope you get tears of joy listening to us. And yeah, so it's just going to be a learning experience for us and for you. What is it? Uh, my good friend Ian says it's going to be 
conversation, not confrontation. <laughs> <laughs> have you learned that yet? Listen, I'm a work in progress. We have done so many podcasts at this point, so I'm like, why the hell are we not doing this? Plus, we love a natter, a bit of a girly chat. We do. And we also have very different opinions and views on things and interests. Drag race. Uh, Would so, you say you're the more softer, softer one? Yes, I'm such a dainty <laughs> lady. So there's lots of uh, there's lots of things that we, we are a little bit like chocolate and cheese but we actually do get on kind of behind behind the scenes right um so we we are going to have a little bit of a girly gossip and a little bit of a, a kiki if you will um we met 16 years ago i think i was trying to think earlier 16 years i ago. don't like to count and <laughs> <laughs> like mariah carey she i just can't count yeah, oh i can definitely count bitch <laughs> i can count the coins and the checks <laughs> yeah we met 16 years ago i don't know do you remember um, I, I have I have a very very foggy memory. Anyone that knows me will be able to confirm that. Like I, I think my memory bank is full. I think I've had so many ex- weird experiences in my life. I think my memory bank is full. But I once someone says, "Do you remember this?" Then it all comes back to me, right. Celine Dion style. Yeah, yeah. So it does come back to me. Her eyesight is also really bad, by the way. So if you ever think she was yeah. blanking you in the club, it's not. She's blind. And people as a never bat. believe that. People never. But it's true. People just think I'm being a petty little thing, but actually, no, I'm just blind and slightly Alzheimer's uh, attached. <laughs> so we have it all going on. So I hope you do enjoy um, over the next couple of weeks. And it's going to be a learning experience, as I said, for um, for us. Um, but we have, we've done lots of different podcasts and talked about lots of different things. And I don't know if we've covered everything. Oh, well, it's hard to cover if you're a guest. Oh, my God, no. Like, I've been holding back about. for years. I'm waiting now to really oh, go geez. in on these the topics. The floodgates are going to open. <laughs> Um, so yeah, so I hope you can uh, stick with us and subscribe and become friends. Oh my God, become... have you just been waiting to say subscribe to my podcast yeah. all your oh life? Oh my God, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, no, hold on, wait, wait, let's do it. You need to do the whole welcome back, you know, that YouTube oh thing God. that they're all doing. Well, welcome back to my channel. Yeah, welcome back to my channel. We're still hungover and we're still here talking crap. Oh God, well, we're, we're, actually we should do a drunken episode as well. That could be fun. That could be fun. Just like now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so that's what to expect from us um, in the upcoming weeks just to let you guys know totally I mean over the years everyone always asks us the same drag questions it's like why did you get into drag what was the first gig that you did but I mean we're going to be answering none of those questions <laughs> I know we are, we are we're going to be answering all those questions and we're going to take random questions in from you um, over the couple weeks so just let us find our feet our big well, speak for yourself. I'm size six feet. Size six, <laughs> a size feet six shoe. And a painted toenail at every day. With a Sharpie. <laughs> With a Sharpie. Only it worked. Do not knock I it. Know. Like, it actually worked. So, for those of you who don't know us yet, uh, my name is Victoria Secret. It is an absolute genius original name that no one ever Victoria thought of. Victoria Secret Dublin. <laughs> That's only because Facebook came for me about five years ago and we're like, eh, there's already another Victoria's Secret. Do you remember when Facebook came for us when we were on the Drag Race cruise and they yes. and we were at sea and they took our, you know when it was, we had to use our real names on yeah. our Facebook? Yeah, and yeah, they, yeah. We were like, oh my sweating. God, we're at sea and, <laughs> and we, we can't get access to the internet. And I think it was 50 euros a megabyte. We were like, we're spending it. We need to change these care. names now. Also, it was at the time that there was only Facebook, right? There was no Instagram. Facebook fucking bullies. <laughs> well, anyway. I'm doing drag 16 years this year and I started off by coining myself as the Dunleary Rose. <laughs> um, which obviously okay. then uh, Rosanna Davison went on to steal my title and become the most famous Dunleary Rose of them all. Um, but I was in art college and I was like, 
everyone was real creative and I was looking around at the gay scene going it must have felt really outplaced <laughs> <laughs> I was looking around and going okay uh, I'm just here like being you know Joe Soap and I was like what can I do and I saw on the gay scene at the time you was were performing was this your first year in college my first year in college okay. I went out to I think it was Bingo in the George you were on the incredible April Showers was on uh, Shirley was on Veda was on and I was like wow this was amazing Nick no Shirley. Dolly no <laughs> <laughs> Dolly was shaving her back and if you know anything about Dolly that's a lie because that back does that not get shaved <laughs> <laughs> so I was like watching the show and I was like I could give that a go you know being clearly obnoxious thinking yeah that looks easy whatever um, and I kind of became friendly with you around that time because you were like on the door of Glitz which was a really big Tuesday night gay club at the time yeah I was a door whore I thought you were amazing. I still am too. <laughs> <laughs> I still am living and breathing. <laughs> no, for real though. Like first impression, you were like in your furry boots. Well, tell us more. So tell us about, so your first time in drag. Okay. So I was in our college and I came out really expecting everyone to be like, oh my God, <laughs> he's a gay. <laughs> Girl, nobody cared in our drag. <laughs> everyone was dabbling back then. Like, everyone was, you know, like, not using the term bisexual, but everyone was very fluid. Uh, and so nobody cared. And I think going out in the gay scene and seeing all these fabulous queens, I was like, oh, I kind of want a piece of that action. And being like, well, actually, guys, I'm a drag queen. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> attention seeking, basically. <laughs> basically, professional attention seeking. Um, and 16 years later, here I am. Um, I'm running something called Dragged Up. If anyone doesn't know that, it is basically like bringing in queens from around the world to perform in Dublin. And also I'm hosting shows with Holy Tea across Europe as well. So... I've done quite a lot in the last year. I've been my smelly tights have been in more countries than they wish they'd been. Well, that's a very glamorous uh, description now of you. Very, very apt. <laughs> well, I mean, one of us wears tights. Didn't ask for your life story, love. <laughs> <laughs> one of us wears tights, but one of us is a little bit, you know. I am. I, I'm <laughs> a bare leg. I'm bare naked leg. Uh, so yeah, I'm Davina Divine. I've been doing drag for a hundred years, and uh, oh, yeah, the mic fell. Longer than mine. Uh, longer than most. Um, no, I've been doing drag for quite a while here in Dublin. Um, I love Dublin. I have been working at the George for like. Well, pretty much since I started, but I started doing my um, Thursday Thursday show for the last ten years. It's coming, we're doing a ten year anniversary. I think um, early next year. Oh, will there um, be bubbles? Oh, there will be bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mainly so coming out of my side of my mouth when I'm frothing. <laughs> Um, I've been knocking around for a long time. I started out, um, I think it was actually, do you know what my first day in drag was? The anniversary of the Titanic sinking. <laughs> yes, it was like two disasters. You were the old woman. <laughs> oh my God. I, I, my, I, my key ring is actually Heart of the Ocean. But anyway, that sidestep. Um, yeah, so I've been doing drag for um, a good while on the scene. Uh, love a party, love a little Szechuan, um, love a girly gossip, of course, and love just a, a good night out. Um, I've God knows I've been to a few. What else have I been doing? Uh, you name it, I've, been, I've done festivals. Me and Victoria have worked together many times. Um, I, you, it's one of those things. I've been. I feel like I've done so much over the last couple of years. It's like. I don't. It doesn't even kind of phase me anymore. Basically, I've just been a girl about town for. Very, many years very many, much many so years. so much so that when she came into this podcast studio she was like this is a lovely space isn't it can I look out the window I'm like clearly she's sizing it up for an after party <laughs> I do like a little soiree mm. an after hour soiree um, yeah so basically I'm just a girl about town and a good time girl I continue to be you work hard 
Yeah, but I play I hard. I think you work harder than anyone else. Like, Thank sometimes you, I do question how you get out of the bed the next morning and get into work. Well, you see, the thing is, you don't get into the bed. <laughs> you just stay up. You stay up or you sleep while you're standing. And I, in fairness, I actually could sleep while I'm standing. That's not even a joke. Um, so, yeah, so that's kind of who we are. And we just, for those of you that are new to this, we just want to kind of give you a little bit of a feel of what kind of people we a are. A tasting plate. Yeah. And I mean, and it is Christmas, so everyone loves a tasting plate. <laughs> Cheese and a cracker. Mm. Do not oh. leave a tasting plate near Davina, by the way. Oh if there is a gosh. cocktail sausage oh on it, God. her fingers move faster than I've ever seen anyone's I fingers love move. love platters like oh like you've no idea oh i get excited thinking about it. i like a dip you know i like a dip she does i've never seen anyone utilize um like a sweet and sour a curry and any other kind of ketchup and she's like this dunking the nuggets if you can right. see me now it's like weaving a wig <laughs> condiment a, queen condiment queen yeah so that's basically who we are and um you'll get to know us more over the over the course of this podcast and we are a little bit like chalk and cheese and our views definitely do differ and when we fight it's always the funnest part. Well, no, no, no. <laughs> well, yeah, it can be. <laughs> but I think that's part of the fun and I think that's probably why it, that inspired us to do this podcast because we do have very different views and if we had the same kind of opinions, mm-hmm. well, it'd be boring. And Davina has very strong opinions, you guys. So I do. So I just fasten your seatbelt and get ready for this. I hope I just forget that I'm actually being recorded. And I, <laughs> oh my god, because I know if this was right, I'd definitely be taken off air <laughs> for sure. So that's uh, that's who we are, and that's what we have coming up. So Davina, I'm not sure if you remember our first time meeting, but I definitely do. Like you were a working queen at the time, <laughs> and I was a very pimply just out of the closet 18 year old uh, boy with many different shades of hair colours going on I had blonde highlights red highlights blue highlights oh, back then <laughs> <laughs> I still have hair I just paid for it to be on the top of my head okay <laughs> oh god so I was seeing you like perform all over town you um, you were quite the girl out. you could not miss you and I was like okay we need her to come and perform in our college yeah you booked us to perform in like Dundee Art College and I remember that because myself and April used to perform at the time and I vaguely kind of remember because it does feel like a million years ago but what was really weird at that time I was I was a uh, double job and so I was working um, during the day in retail and then I was doing Dragon Night like the odd night here and there I was doing like Tuesday and Glitz I think and I was doing Wednesday with Space Invader yeah. and Yes, and I was doing bingo with Shirley the odd time. So it was kind of like, it wasn't full time for me. So I was doing that. But still there was a lot though, when you think about it, to be going well, to work that during time, the day. Yeah. Oh my God, yeah. But there was, anyway, we'll come back to that. I'll tell you more about that later. But um, I do remember at the time, there was a girl I worked with in, oh, I can I can say the shop, can't I? I can say yeah, shop. you can say it. Yeah. Uh, I worked for uh, French Connection back when it was cool. Like back in like the early, <laughs> yeah, it's from, uh, back in like the early noughties, it was like, you know, FCUK was not like everything. But uh, there was a girl that worked there and she was approaching by your mother actually who was do you remember she was making uh, the bandanas for her yeah. friend that had cancer yeah. and this girl had said this lady Trish her son it basically she kind of was saying big gay in, <laughs> in a really polite way uh, was looking for my contact number and I was like she kept saying his name is Philip and I was like who is this person talking about <laughs> I thought she was nuts like Was this to book that gig? Yeah oh. So then I just kind of forgot about that But then you got in touch with me About doing this gig So I, it all weirdly kind of That you know Because if it was, that would have been just you you approaching me Right But I'd heard about that through It was like six degrees separation yeah. So Well girl weird. that was the Bebo days Do you know what I mean? Oh Where God. you had your top What was it? A top 12 Bebo stunners oh, Yeah <laughs> And you could, t- you could give someone your, give love, your love for the day <laughs> 
Um, so yeah, I remember reaching out to you. I wanted you, April, and Alter Ego to come and perform in the college for our very exclusive and OTT Playboy Bunny Party. Oh, the Playboy <laughs> Mansion in Dunleary. No, no mansions were no, harmed in the I process know, of this party. And you came out. Um, you were wild. Was that the first time that we met? No, we'd kind of met in the club, but I think you... I just didn't remember. <laughs> no, you, you shooed me away a lot, girl. Because I clearly I had still that... still do. <laughs> I had that drag fascination thing going on. You know when somebody yeah, really when wants you to do, do drag, drag? Yeah. And you're not doing it and someone keeps talking to you I about it. I keep staring. It. Like, I remember having a conversation with you going, yeah, what name should I be in? You know, what should I look like? And like, if someone asked me those questions right now, I would be rotten. Oh my god! I I have no recollection of that whatsoever. I'm sure I was. Why? Well, like, was I pleasant? Yeah, you were. I mean, you were kind of slumped over a chair, nonchalant, like answering me, like. But yeah, you were kind You're of pleasant. busy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then what was what happened at the show? Then when we like. Okay, well, for real, first impression, you and April arrived into the back room. It was an office. There was no change. I remember room. the office. And you both saw, uh, like, a Smirnoff Ice case lying there. <laughs> you both picked one up and sculled it in five seconds. And April let out the biggest belch. The whole room turned and was like, who the hell has just arrived into this college? <laughs> also, you were really late. Oh, that sounds right. You were an hour late. <laughs> was I an hour? Oh my God. Do you know what? Like all those years ago, like I actually thought maybe I like, maybe just with time and age, I maybe just got a little bit later. Obviously, it was just late from the get-go. <laughs> In fact, I remember calling you the whole time being like, are you almost there? And you were like, oh my God. Do you know that? Five I... minutes away. Five minutes away. <laughs> if I ever say five minutes away, that means, well, in drag time, it's like you may as well be in Australia. There's definitely a big time difference. That's hilarious. I, I I actually do remember doing that gig and meeting you for the first time and I remember you were really nice because I remember thinking who is this person you know because it's just a voice on the phone right. and I remember thinking oh he's really nice and then because um, Dave Delahunty your, your our friend well mm-hmm. he was your friend at the time yeah, and it, you guys were kind of working together so that was that was actually gas but I remember April was um <laughs> a different kettle of fish. Oh, she was violent. Like April, for those of you that know, was uh, my kind of partner in crime. We were kind of like oh, a, a double act. We were called DNA, Davina oh and my April. God, you were. <laughs> yeah, and we used to do lots of uh, routines, and we used to work together and live together, and it was very. Um, you used to dress the same, like. And yeah, can I just say, she was a for girl. those of you who do not know April, they looked nothing alike. I mean, Davina was kind of like your average, maybe teenage-looking girl, and April was. Somebody's mum who had had a very hard life, <laughs> but still dressed in exactly the same clothes, and that's why it was kind of hilarious. But she, uh, she definitely was an acquired taste, to say the least. And how was she when when you met her that time? Well, I, my first memory of April was actually I used to work in the pod for Panties um, Night Called Ham, and we were given some free entry cards. And she turned to me and said, "I was like going to give them to her because she was one of our regulars." And I was like, "She was like, oh, I don't pay in here. You can keep them." I was like, "Oh my god, you." Rude bitch. So basically, what she's saying is, I was kind of polite, and April was a little bit gruff around the yeah. edges. But um, yeah, so no, because I, I do remember, and then uh, I remember then you did want to do drag after that. So yeah. then you had like a kind of we kind of knew each other then. So then you could ask me a couple of questions. Totally. And I then, caught the bug, like yeah. absolutely. But I and remember what numbers you performed because my obsession oh, at the I time that. was Ashley Simpson. Oh, now, yeah, <laughs> the awful lip syncer that was Ashley Simpson. Um, pieces of me. 
girl, you did that song. Oh, I used to love that song. Oh, I used to love that song too. Why'd you do it this week? And a bit of Avril Lavigne. Was it I'm With You? Yeah, I was very emo with that at those with years. With a coat on. I was. I was definitely far from a fake tan and big boobs. Um, yeah, and then I, I, because of that, because when we kind of first met that time, you'd booked us a lot of times yeah. for... Well, you guys were fun. Do you know what? And yeah. actually, that's still the thing I love about you today is that you are... I don't really know what's going to come out of your mouth. You're a little bit wild. <laughs> you're fun. And I know when I'm out with you, I'm going to have a really good time, but I don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, well, I, th- I, th- I like a little bit of adventure and I like a little mystery. I hate when everything's just the samey same and mm-hmm. boring. I like to have a little bit of... What's going to happen next? Mm-hmm. Uh, but, you yeah, know, we did a couple of those gigs with you and yeah. that was when you first did drag for the first time. That was my first encounter with Victoria's Secret. Well. Oh, God. I think that was, <laughs> and what was, there was a theme for that party as well. Oh, God. I mean, uh, we, they were, let's face it, they were awful themes. Awful themes. Like, we were not creative. I, like, I can't remember what that one was. And you were also the treasurer. <laughs> yeah. We shouldn't really talk about that, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You were handsomely paid to me to just shut up and leave it at that. <laughs> you really were. I remember how much you were I paid. Know, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but that was my first encounter with Victoria's Secret. And he always looked after us and we always had a ball. But I remember with this, I think it was the second gig we did. That was the first time that I actually physically met Victoria's Secret. Yeah, it was my first gig. And I'm going to try to describe. Oh, um, so... There was a red rara skirt involved. There was yes. a black kind of cow neck, uh, mm-hmm. sleeveless <laughs> blouse. I'd say maybe there was quite very big breasts. I would say oh, huge. So the Do you top. Was, how they were made? Oh, rice and tights, yeah. of course. Rice and tights. <laughs> rice titties. <laughs> they were in there so long they knew the rice boiled. Yeah. Uh, and I'd say the top must have been about a good size 18, 20. That was a I big mean, top. Yeah, it, it was. brought around the shoulders. It was sizable. It was sizable. And the little dainty red skirt. <laughs> and then, hang on, I'm going oh, down. God. Then there was shoes from Barrett's, I believe. Yes. That were probably the biggest size they could get, like a strappy sandal. Slingback. Slingback, yeah. But. This monster here with the claws of death, the, f- the foot wouldn't stick into the shoe. So she'd get like little dainty ribbons and tie them around her ankles and tie the fucking shoe to her foot. Like that bad boy was not going anywhere. <laughs> it was like engineers had put that shoe on. Um, and then a fringe wig. So she looked a bit like Letitia Dean from EastEnders. Sharon Watts. Sharon Watts, yeah. The Sharon Watts. And then that was, wig was so expensive. I, well, it was flat oh. as a pancake. It was like elephant, <laughs> elephant wearing a wig. I think it was £250 <laughs> at the time. Oh my God. Wigs used to be so expensive. Like, and they had eight hairs in them. Yeah, like <laughs> absolutely, like like uh, Ginny Joes. You know, like you begin to blow them, like the hair would blow off. Shocking, but yeah. Okay, and it was you were now a cipher sore eyes. And Jenny did the makeup. Jenny did the makeup, but Jenny also sourced the look. So she worked in Oasis on Stephen's Green, aka she got discount. So that's where that gorgeous Five finger Jenny. <laughs> <laughs> that's where that gorgeous look came from. Oh, I was Oasis. Like my first drag oh my outfit gosh. was from Oasis, where people go for wedding shopping. Hilarious. So yeah, and. It, that's, oh my god when I think back now the look was definitely I think I have some photos there I must actually move them out but yeah that was what I remember you were really nice and you were always very sweet and very sweaty in the face <laughs> we used to say that she had SBS sweaty bitch syndrome so. do you know what I actually have the photos from this uh, party that Davina's talking about and uh, we've set up an Instagram which is petty little things pod and I will put up the photos from that party on that Instagram so you can go and check including my Sharon from EastEnders oh my god. look Ugh, I mean, be kind, be easy, but yeah. Hilarious. That is so funny. I can't wait to see those photos. 
So yet here we are, 16 years later. Oh, <laughs> well, we made through most of the 16. <laughs> I mean, I mean, 14 if you don't count those two years. The two years that we didn't really talk, but <laughs> more on that later. Yeah, more on that later. So, Davina, it is one week to Christmas now. I am so excited. Now, I know we're very different, like, in terms of how we feel about Christmas. I love it. I got real into it. I want to, like, play board games at home and get little treats for all the family in terms of the presents. And you're... Like the Grinch. (laughs) I fucking hate Christmas. I really... It's just... I hate overindulgence. I hate, like, all this... Your sparkly dresses on the Lewis coming into town. Cluttering up... Dolly alone. Cluttering up my taxis when I'm to be going from sesh to sesh. (laughs) Like, it's a hindrance to my... Like, I'm out every night of the week. Well, not every night of the week, but, you know, I'm out a lot. And then these people come out for their one Christmas party. They take over the streets of Dublin, where my streets of Dublin. So Christmas irritates me. Everyone walks really slow. They get in the way. Have you done your Christmas shopping? I don't really do Christmas shopping. Okay. I prefer to give people time. (laughs) (laughs) Like a gift certificate of time? No, my time. (laughs) No, I like to do things either online or like, you know, when everyone says, let's meet up for a drink over Christmas. Let's do this. That really annoys me because like, how about we meet in March or February? Like, just because the one time a year when you feel like you should be doing it, you should be doing that with your friends all the time. It's just a load of I mean, well. I got you because every night this week I have to meet a different group of people, but also it's kind of nice to see them and just like celebrate and have a few drinks. And I like a bit of a feed and a drink. Yeah. And I suppose like it's just our lifestyle, I think, is like night nightlife based and nighttime based. So it's probably just, you know. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. That we're always out, so... Mm-hmm. It's probably people, you know, that we don't see as much, that don't go out as much, mm-hmm. that I know, you know, but still, it's it's just a little bit annoying. That's all I'm saying. Like, obviously, it's lovely to see people, but it just irritates me that people move a bit slower. It's harder to get into restaurants, just things that I do all the time. Oh, the taxi thing rocks. The taxi. Right? Oh, my God. Like, I used to have three taxi men on call. One of them had a heart attack. One of them res- resigned and one of them stopped answering my calls. <laughs> <laughs> I so think that says a lot about so you. If there's any, I gave one a heart attack. Yeah. So if anyone uh, is a taxi man out there and looking for um, fare, I pay very well. <laughs> and so I pay. You, <laughs> are you telling me you don't buy any Christmas presents then? I give vouchers or things that I don't need to. Like I went through a phase where I would go around town. I'd be struggling with all the bags back. And one of the, a couple of years ago, I just realized, I thought to myself, 
like you end up getting loads of crap at Christmas that you don't really want mm-hmm. um, pe- everyone gets really stressed what am I going to get this person what am I going to get that person when in actual fact I don't need anything I don't right. want anything there's so many people out there that need things yeah. that have nothing so I just had this really mad feeling where I just thought it's just so wasteful mm-hmm. I would rather that I would rather get nothing for Christmas and I started a couple of years ago I asked all my family to buy me nothing for Christmas because I don't need anything mm-hmm. and I would rather they kept the money spent it on something for themselves even or something they wanted or they want to go somewhere I don't need anything did they listen um, the first year they didn't and I was furious oh my god I was furious because I'd really like I'd kind of like pled my case and I just said you know because I thought it was me doing a really good thing but of mm. course if people want to be you know people want to give at Christmas because it makes them feel better yeah um, but it's also just wasteful and I just didn't feel it was I don't know it just I think as the years go, go, have gone by they've kind of got into it and they understand it. I'm not coming from a grinchy place with that I just feel like I just don't want to see people wasting money or mm-hmm. stressing out or coming back from town with bags and stuff you know sweating and like I'd rather just chill Yeah, give me your time like time is and time with family and time with friends is what is most important at Christmas of all things not the new Xbox or the new Elsa Frozen doll or right. whatever you know it's, it's what time is everything with people because it's precious no I totally agree and that's my favourite part is just everyone being around the Christmas table and eating far too much turkey but there was a time every, all day bitch <laughs> there was a time where like I literally couldn't sleep the night before Christmas I'd be like so excited about Santa coming and we're also presents. both from broken homes so. oh my god how dare you how dare you share that information <laughs> and we're not broken people I promise we fixed ourselves amongst the years with nail glue <laughs> um, but I was so excited there was so many years where I just couldn't get asleep and you'd have your parents awake at like 4am I'm not sure if yours would get up but my mum would be like literally looking at me like I'm gonna murder you if you don't go back to Nearly bed for an hour to get, to get you to go right? sleep yeah but there was a couple of years that there was things I really wanted that, toys like oh my god toys like I was definitely a gay kid like there was no doubt about it you knew I was kicking yeah. and screaming out of the womb and there were certain things that I wanted that I think my dad maybe was kind of a bit surprised mm-hmm. by like my one of my earliest memories was I do you remember My Little Pony? Of course. Oh, oh my god. Do you remember her hair? And she used to smell nice. Oh. There was lots of different My Little Ponies. Well, the one I wanted, she was fragranced. Oh, she stunk of perfume. <laughs> and she had this long, like, green mane, which okay. I thought was fierce. So I wanted her. I can't remember her name. How old were you? Um, well, my parents were still together. So it had to be less than four. And I remember this. How mm. wild is that? And I remember being in bed and hearing them talk about it in the kitchen and, like, oh. listening, going, like, what's going on? And my dad was like, no. Still a nosy bitch, even yeah. at four. <laughs> <laughs> my dad was like, no, he's not having that. He's not having that My Little Pony. No way, no way. But my mom obviously worked her magic because... Did you get it? Oh, I got it. Oh, oh and I brushed I got a My hair. Little Pony as well. I think I must have been about four or five I got a ballerina studio but, but I, I don't I, I don't understand why and it was in the shape of a bonnet uh-huh. and the like the front of the bonnet opened it was just plastic trash from China but I adored it and I don't remember there ever being an incident about it but I remember there was a girl who lived across the road and she was spoiled rotten she used to get like all the gorgeous glam Ugh, girly toys and I used to like kind of get in her ear and be like you should get this for Christmas because I knew that I could play with it oh my god that is genius I know even even like that, so you Do might you have a nosy. 
uh, I used to Little Miss Makeup. Do you remember? No, what was that? So makeup? it was like this doll, and when you'd like wet the makeup applicators, she'd have eyeshadow and lipstick <gasps> on. I do remember that. I remember the ads remember? for that. And her hair would grow and things like that. So I used to manipulate. She the, was everything. Yeah, and yeah. So like obviously, like I I didn't really want it, but I wanted to kind of. I think it was more the makeup I was into. Right. So um, yeah. So I so she got that for Christmas, so I could kind of have a little play you around. Had a little play too. Yeah, but I also kind of liked kind of like boyish things as well. Like I liked girly things. So I liked like like little cars. I like Le- I loved Lego. I was obsessed with Lego. I liked Action Man, but I used to take all his clothes off and see what was yeah. going underneath. Again, still nothing's <laughs> changed there. But yeah, no, I remember like being a kid. Like it, it's completely different to like when you're young. Mm-hmm. You're really. Um, like Santa's coming and it's yeah. it's an adventure and you know the house is all decorated and it's definitely just more much more of a buzz. So when you get a, when you're an adult and you're like I was going to say get older, right. but when you're an adult, you're you know you can buy things for yourself and the novelty is just not there. So right, well, I mean it's definitely more about the kids, but as there's no kids in my house and I'm still the favorite child, kid. no, I'm still the favorite child. You are spoiled, right? And there was one other toy that I really wanted as well, which was do you remember in the turtles there was April O'Neil, the reporter, the roving report? I didn't want the turtles, like didn't care about no. the turtles at they, all. They have I, salmonella anyway. Oh, I wanted. Yeah, and now we've no straws because of them. So thanks, no. turtles. Turtle okay. <laughs> uh, but I really wanted April O'Neil, but instead I got the Marshmallow Man from oh Ghostbusters. God. Wow. <laughs> my face dropped. I think I got that as well. We were typical 80s babies, I think. Very much so. Did you yeah. have the um, Mr. Frosty? Were yes. You, oh. oh my God. And the ice was so hard. It just would not fucking crush. <laughs> yes. And you'd be like this on Christmas Day. Oh, it's, it's great. You'd, you'd be there like someone wedging the hat down onto the ice cubes, like just like ridiculous. And then the rotten sachets, like yeah, literally full like, of E numbers. Yeah, like absolute, like just diabetes waiting to happen. <laughs> Not um, ideal, but fab. Did you get any of the Spice Girl stuff though? No, I was a little bit older for that. I was more into the music. Okay. Not so much like I lo- I would I remember the Polaroid and things like that but uh, but I didn't really so I was I'm not really big for the merch. Mm-hmm. I prefer like the music. Cuz it was one year that my sister got all of that. She got the Polaroid, she got the doll and I was so seething with jealousy that I think like from my recollection I went into her Barbies and I cut all their hair off. <laughs> I was like, fuck these Barbies. Karma's got you, hasn't it? <laughs> and now I am the Barbie. <laughs> You're the Barbie with the hair cut off. <laughs> so was there anything you actually want for Christmas this year? There's nothing I want for Christmas. And in my in my world, I'm very like much letting Christmas happen for everybody else. Christmas for me doesn't actually happen. Like it really doesn't. It's I take a couple of days off over Christmas through work. But in reality, it kind of, I just act like it's not happening at all internally so there's nothing I want Um, I just it's just not for me I don't believe in the baby G's I don't believe in any of that stuff so I know I sound like a total Grinch but it's the bigger picture I'm kind of talking about it's like I'd rather people just you know spend it on themselves and just well, I'm just, good. Just so you know, I'm good. I'm registered at Brown Thomas Davina, so I'll send you my oh list my later, God. and you can get my Christmas present Lovely. later on. Yeah, pop in the post there, so <laughs> PO box. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> Still to come, we're going to be talking about our bitter, twisted feud that lasted two years. Very, very serious. All the goss, all the juicy details. Still to come. But next up, we have our Rodders of the week. Ugh. So we're back with Rodder of the week. And tell us a little bit about why we're going to do Rodders of the Week and what it's about. Tell, tell them what it's about, Victoria. 
Well, I mean, on a daily basis, we're affected by many people in our lives. And when I say affected, I mean, we have a really hard time with them to the point that they're very low threshold. Oh, the worst. So they have rotted us. And I feel they deserve to be acknowledged. And I mean, we all have them. You have them, I'm sure. Whether it's someone in your family, whether it's someone on the TV, whether it's someone you just, you know, ran into in the street. Everybody, somebody somewhere is being rotted as we speak, you know, there's actually a statistic that in every blink of an eyelid, somebody is rotted somewhere. <laughs> Did you just make that up yeah. now? <laughs> oh my God, blink three times quick. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I can still blink. Um, yeah, so like, so who is your rotter of the week? Who who has been really grinding your grapes this week? Well, mine is carol singers. Whether they're on the TV, whether they're on the street, I don't want to hear them. I don't want to see them with their joyful, joyful happiness all the time. That'd be a great drag name. Joyful, Carol, joyful. Carol Singer. Oh my God, <laughs> I thought about this. But she has to be festive all year round. So like Even in Christmas, July. Yeah, Christmas is not just like December. It has to be all year round. We would all hate her. She'd be really annoying, wouldn't she? Real chirpy. Yeah, and her costumes would stink that same Santa and hat. Do you get carol singers around your way? Um, no, well, actually, no, now that you mentioned it. <laughs> but I was watching a film the other night and there was carol singers on and I was like, literally, I'd had one or two glasses of wine and I was like, ugh, I hate carol singers. Like, who enjoys carol singers? And actually, I was watching this guy's Instagram story and his office had booked carol singers to come in on their lunch break and I was like, that is the worst what lunch break ever. Christmas choirs? I mean, I avoid mass and like, I mean, no, that's not for me. I actually don't think I like choirs in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, do you? Uh, oh, well, I used to be in a choir. <gasps> yeah, like, like back in the day. Well, I've had many lives. I've like, <laughs> many past lives. Um, I don't mind and they don't really rot me. Like I can, it's the festivities I don't like. I'm not a fan of the happy, happy, chirpy, regardless. It doesn't have to be a choir. Or any, anyone that's chirpy. They're twits. Yeah. Twits. Okay, let me like, put this into your mind you're on Grafton Street you're trying Mm -hmm. to get from one end to the next and there's a huge gang of carol singers blocking up your way are you still not bothered about carol singers? It could be carol singers it could be anyone to be honest if you're (laughs) you're in my way you're going down Well I just want to say carol singers stay out of my way this Christmas season because you're going to get it (laughs) Stay back Um, my rotter of the week I've actually I, when when we decided we were going to do this segment I had a little think about it and then I had so many people that I wanted to talk about or so many things because I get rot very easy very because um, like I'm just a, a woman of a certain age and my patients are just have been wearing thin for quite a long time <laughs> but this week I was uh, what has been really rotten me for several reasons is Dan Osborne from or I'm a celebrity. You know, Jacqueline Jossa, she won the I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Her husband. He's gorgeous. He's gorgeous, okay? He was also in Celebrity Big Brother in 2018. And this week it came out while she was in the jungle that uh, he had had a threesome with two of the girls that were in Big Brother. Did you hear about this? No. Okay, so he had a threesome. Lucky bitches. (laughs) Do you remember when he was in there with Chloe Ayling, the girl who was kept in a suitcase? Do you remember her? That they oh my was, God, yes, yeah. the model. Beautiful, but like really dim. Imagine being known as the girl who was kept in a suitcase. <laughs> I'd love to fit into a suitcase. <laughs> I'd give anything to be that girl in the suitcase. New year, new you. There was uh, Chloe Aylin who was uh, kept in the suitcase and there was a big kidnap plan. So she was in Big Brother with him at the time. And then there was Natalie Nunn who was in Bad Girls Club. Oh, yeah. And she remember she was really loud and and She was always causing fights. So they were in the house together and allegedly when they got out of the house, they had a threesome some night. And... 
uh, <clears throat> Chloe Ayling had told the press last week. So this was all coming out. But while Jacqueline Jossa was in I'm a Celebrity, that guy Miles from Raksu, who was in there as well, he had told her that he thought that Dan had been with his girlfriend, who was also in Celebrity Big Brother that year, that mm. girl Gabby from Love Island. Oh, yeah, Gabby, yeah, yeah, yeah. So these, these rumours have been circulating about him for ages that he's just a love rat and a cheat Dirty dog. and that was like 2018 it's like nearly like two years ago and she was pregnant at the time and just like where there's no smoke without fire and I so you think he really did cheat yeah I think he's just he's in like the, one of those dream boy strip troops and oh where's this on oh uh, I, I just think you know I'm not into those love rats and I feel like poor girls like her just like you know going along with it and just kind of you know kind of being humiliated with all these stories it's mm. just that really annoys me because it's like she seems like a really nice girl and he just he is gorgeous now so I'm a little bit like oh <laughs> but at the same <laughs> so time so if you met him on a night out yeah, you'd be like just, no you're with Jacqueline I don't like liars and I don't like people that do that like make fools of people like that I just think that's very unfair and that rots me and it rots me that I have to keep reading about it and that she's not going to do anything about it like she needs to kick his ass out of there absolutely like n- take no prisoners kick that bitch straight out out of the jungle and she's won the jungle so hopefully things kind of happen for her and she doesn't need him no. so he's really rotted me now I think I would struggle to kick him out of bed as well though not out of bed out of her house yeah <laughs> but I mean if he's in, the bed if he's in my house he's going to be in my bed let's be real well well yeah no so he's rotted me this week I just don't like love rats I don't like cheats and I don't like liars so he is my rotter of the week <laughs> Dan Osborne <laughs> So another segment that we're going to do kind of on and off and we're going to, you know, play with this one as well. As myself and Victoria, we've done absolutely mental gigs over the years. We've done all kinds of crazy, random stuff that we're just going to tell, share a little um, drag memory that we have. Something kind of funny, something that could be kind of creepy, something kind of weird. It's always going to be a bit odd. So just something that comes to mind, something that's kind of funny and we're just going to share little memories with you, little flashbacks. Flashback. Tell us a flashback, Victoria. What I if you're know. over your 16 years, there must be <laughs> something that sticks in your mind. Sweet 16 and never being kissed. I'm not sure if you remember this one but um, there was a club on Middle Abbey Street that is now called the Academy. It's called Spirit back mm-hmm. then and I've been doing a few gigs and there was this one drag queen called Misdemeanor. I remember her well. She worked with us at uh, Break for the Border at Glitz. I do. She was on the scene for quite a while. Well, she at this point was no longer working for Glitz for reasons that we can't go into. For legal reasons. Yes. And she had said that she'd gotten this brand new gig at Spirit hosting the door every Sunday. Okay. Like right. a weekly gig. A weekly hosting gig. Because back then, like, there was a lot of work for girls just standing on the door, welcoming people in, kind of saying smart things to them and like having the, the bants. Uh, and Demeanor was like, will you do this with me? Like, there's money. It's going to be a great gig. And I was like, oh, amazing. Like, I'd only just started drag. And I was like, I have a gig. There's going to be money. Fab. So there we are, all dolled up, heading off to Spirit in Middle Abbey Street. And no one really welcomed us when we came in. Like, everyone was kind of looking at us like, What's going on? Like the staff and stuff. Yeah. And security. I remember security being like quite menacing. So we're standing at the bottom of the stairs the whole night. To welcome all the guests and all the like customers. Yeah. Like being the hostesses with the mostesses. And then it came to the end of the night and I was like, oh, should we go get paid? Now bear in mind, no management had come near us all night. Nobody. Nobody nobody had come near us the whole night. And she was like, oh, I'm going to sort that out during the week. I'll sort it out. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that. Let's go back. Let's um, like go get McDonald's and go home. And I was like, okay, there's nuggets on the table. I'm gone. She's business. (laughs) (laughs) So we went home. Cut to two or three days later when I hear. You start looking for the money. 
Well, I started looking for the money and I also heard whispers. We were never booked. She told me we were booked. Oh my God. So you had this like imaginary, like fictitious gig. Fictitious gig where we stood freezing our asses off. How long did you stand there? Three hours. Three hours. Oh, here. Oh my God. And like you were, so you were just like two random drag queens standing in a hallway at the bottom of the stairs for three hours. Yeah, looking. They probably thought you were robbing handbags or something. Well, I was wondering why security kept looking at us weird. Now I know why. Yeah. So I was like, oh, Mr. Suicide Wiener, bummers. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Mr. Mina, where's that cash? Where's that cash? She was like, oh, I'll sort it out during the week. I'll go in, I'll go in. Well, needless to say, the money never arrived and we were never back. She did try and get me to go back the week after. Oh. So what I think she was doing was trying to, you know, show the club what we could do. You know, with our... Well, standing at the end of the stairs. <laughs> look how we can stand at the end of the stairs. But with our dazzling personalities and flat wigs. Oh, good Jesus. I never went back. Oh, my God. You shouldn't have gone in the first place. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What about you? Do, what's your flashback? Oh, I, I love talking about the past and about these kind of crazy things because sometimes I cringe so much like it can almost make my eyes water. But one thing that really stands out to me that I remember was when I lived with April. This is maybe, I'd say maybe circa 2004. And uh, we had we really wanted to do something in television or we wanted to kind of step our drag up to the next level. And I remember there was an ad on RTE. They were auditioning for new TV presenters. They were looking for there was this show called The Cafe and it was like aimed at like teenagers and they were looking for new, fresh, like no experience kind of needed. And I don't know what came over. us, (laughs) (laughs) But it was like we looked at each other in the living room and went, Let's that, go for it. As in, that's us. Like, that's this is us. our big moment. This is, uh, we were thought we were going to be like the drag ant and dick. <laughs> <laughs> and the cafe was like very much for young yes, teenagers. Yes, like, to- like at, the, at the time, like, you know, just, I don't know what we were thinking. It was like, oh my God, it's like we're on acid or something. So, <laughs> uh, so I filled in all the forms. We, we got, you know, we said, okay, come to the audition, come out to RTE. It's going to be on this time. But so we picked our outfits. We planned everything. What did you wear? Oh my god, I dressed like a total slut, like absolute, like oh like god. I dressed like a kinky slut. I had yeah. like this kind of like schoolgirl kind of skirt, this really sexy kind of blouse, like tits hanging out, like for a kids' TV dance. show. Outrageous. I April remember. was wearing a red wig, um, and a green dress. She looked like she just fell out of Carols of Dublin. Like, <laughs> like ridiculous and yeah so I remember we had to, it was during the day so we needed to get a lift so we asked you actually at the time to yeah. give us a lift yeah. and you had a little Ford car do you remember? oh my god now if anyone doesn't know what a Ford car is like it Google is it. tiny <laughs> like absolutely tiny and I'm six foot two and then April is a lot of women six foot two wide <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah and my car was always full of and I look like well. that episode of the Simpsons you know where the man has the real long legs getting into the car, <laughs> are you laughing at me so we bundled you yeah yes we bundled into your car we flew out to RTE and when we arrived RTE now the face on every single person (laughs) they were like I said yeah we're here for the car they could not believe that they I think they thought it was like a candid camera or like a piss yeah. take yeah yeah. They, and yeah we're here for the audition for the cafe they were like gave us forms to fill out and everybody was staring at us they did some people were afraid to make eye contact with us yeah. it was very intense can I just add by the way while they were in auditioning do you think I was invited inside to have a nice warm cup of tea and chill out <laughs> while they did their audition no I was left with the car Waiting running the car. the car running well, in we case needed we the engine running in case they chased us out with pitchforks <laughs> I think I was in there for like 
like two hours in the car park. Oh my god! So anyway, we we decided to, we were like we got called and we had to pretend to do an, a red carpet, like because the presenters would have had to go onto a red carpet. So we had to pretend to do this. So I don't know what came over. Oh my over god! Us. Oh. And we had to we had like a couple of minutes to plan it. So oh my god! Even thought with this cringes. <laughs> um. So April was pretending to be blonde at Nikofi. <laughs> 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 Poor Blonnet. And I was pretending to be Rosanna Davison. Oh, of course. So I remember saying, oh, she says, uh, she says, dear ditch, dear ditch. <laughs> Don't really blood over some like, Dear ditch, dear ditch, uh, dear ditch, uh, Rosanna, how are you? How are you? I was like, hi, hi, great to see you, Blonnet. We had this full blown conversation as if we were Rosanna Davison, Blonnet, and Nikovic. And it was just the, the faces on the, the producers making that show. Like, they literally did. Were people nice? They kind oh, of were stutter. They weren't not nice They were just so freaked out They did not know And there was a lot of these people Are very young yeah. Like a lot of these people Are like you know Under 18 Like about yeah. 16, 17 Going what the fuck It's like 70s of Twilight Zone How short was your dress Just to be accurate? It was like you could see cheeks Oh, <laughs> <no>. <laughs> Were they in tights at least? Yeah, it was. Yeah, oh my no god! And yeah, so cheeks. <laughs> but I remember when it wrapped up. I just remember walking out. You know, because I do this thing sometimes when something doesn't go to plan, and you say, "Oh yeah, sure," and you walk out, and your face just goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and you just like you can feel your whole face is just going to explode off. Every feature is just going to implode. And needless to say. Well, April kept saying, I think we got that. I think we got <laughs> yeah, I do remember you getting into the car and being very quiet, but April came in and was she like, was very she positive. thought she'd just gotten an Oscar. Like. Yeah, no, I knew it just, I'm a bit more self-aware, but yeah, so it, uh, needless to say, we didn't get a call back. <laughs> <laughs> and that concludes my flashback that I would rather leave in the past. So, unfortunately, I think that's all we have time for. Are we're we not going to talk about Unfortunately, not this time. We're not going to be able to talk about our bitter, twisted feud that lasted for two years. We'll oh. have to come back to that one. We'll but have it in next week, for we sure. We will. We'll definitely put it in next week. And we've lots of other stuff that we're going to be talking about over the next couple of weeks. Like, we're going to be talking about... Um, some beauty business issues we're going to be talking about my mum's going to come in and talk about being a mother of a drag queen of course some drag race things we're going to be talking about we're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff so don't forget to subscribe and tune in next time and make sure like you leave a review I don't know why people leave reviews but apparently every podcast asks for reviews so review this one too we're actually we're actually we're actually you're so posh to be we're actually we're actually going to be doing a little bit of competition as well we're going to be giving away some tickets to go and see Mitz Cracker I believe correct she is coming back in February next year and it is called Petty People Win Prizes now we've been winning prizes for a long time as petty people yes so we're going to need you to be a little bit extra petty so we're going to ask you for your petty stories we're going to ask you for funny situations maybe where you got revenge on someone or basically where you just were a petty bitch we want to hear your tales of pettiness oh my god i cannot wait to read and it all you got to do is you got to send them in to uh, pettylittlepod at gmail.com and we're going to read out all the winners and if we'll take voice clips we'll take emails uh so like get petty people Okay, so until next time, we will see you soon. Stay petty. (laughs) (laughs) No, for real. Thank you so much for listening, you guys. Tell your friends. We hope to make this something really fun that we can all share together. Yes. Signing off, this is Davina Devine. And this is Victoria's Secret. Dublin. (laughs) (laughs) 
Okay, I have two new obsessions that I need to share with you. Impress No Glue Press-On Mannies and Impress Press-On Falsies Lashes. Trust me, these are getting ready game changers. Both require no glue, so there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes, no mess, and no annoying dry times. Just one step and you're done. Boom. Instant glam. Visit impressbeauty.com slash presson and use code PRESSON25 at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit Juvederm.com.